Hello to all my readers and listeners. This is Karen Hunt, aka K.H. Majek, and I have to admit I rather enjoyed writing this piece uh, that that I'm presenting to you today. So I hope you will enjoy it in kind of a scary kind of a way because it's kind of a scary topic, but it's still kind of fun too. Before I started on this, I would like to remind you all Break Free with Karen Hunt is a reader-supported publication. To receive new posts and support my work, consider becoming a free or paid subscriber, and one-time or recurring donations can be made on Coffee. And you can find links to that in the in the piece that I've written. As well as uh, as you are listening to this, you might also want to look at the the images in this uh, piece that I've written because there's quite a few of them and they go a along a lot with uh, with what you are going to listen to. So that's kind of important if you're able to do that. This is called Living in Bizarro World. <laughs> the point of Bizarro World is to make the real world appear so chaotic, so dangerous, so uninhabitable, that we will happily give ourselves over to the technocrats who promise to make it all better. Do you ever get the feeling you're living in Bizarro World? I do. Every day, this world gets more and more bizarre. Bizarro World, also known as Hetre, which is Earth spelled backwards, is a fictional planet that first appeared in American comic books published by DC Comics in the early 1960s. Hetre Hetre is a cube-shaped planet, of course, because our planet is circular, where nothing is true and all is spectacle. In Bizarro World, everything is the opposite of what it's supposed to be. Bizarro, the antithesis of Superman, lives on Hetre, as do perverted versions of Lois Lane and other anti-heroes, such as Bat-Zaro, the world's worst detective. Society in Bizarro World is ruled by the Bizarro Code, which states, Us do opposite of all earthly things. Us hate beauty. Us love ugliness. Is big crime to make anything perfect in Bizarro World. Some examples of episodes would be a con artist selling Bizarro bonds, guaranteed to lose money for you, and Hetre inhabitants eagerly snapping them up. When it comes time to investigate the crime, the mayor appoints Bizarro number one because you are stupider than the entire Bizarro police force put together. Being stupider than anyone else is perceived as the greatest compliment. If this all sounds familiar, it's because it is. Jim Lee, the most famous world-renowned comic book artist, writer, editor, and publisher of DC Comics, would no doubt find all of this terribly amusing. If an award were to go to the most influential creators of our bizarro world and Jim Lee were to present it, I'd place my bets he would bestow the honor on Peter Thiel, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, and Mark Andreessen. As Jonathan Toplin recently noted in a Vanity Fair article, If we are to inquire how we got to a place of radical income inequality, post-truth reality, and the looming potential for a second American Civil War, we need look no further than these four, the biggest wallets, to paraphrase historian Timothy Snyder, paying for the most blinding lights. Toplin calls these men the technocrats in recognition of the influence of the technocracy movement founded in the 1930s by Elon Musk's grandfather, Joshua Haldeman. And I quote from um, Toplin's excellent article. The technocrats make up a kind of interlocking dictate 
Directorate of Silicon Valley, each investing in or sitting on the boards of the other's companies. Their vast digital domain controls your personal information, affects how billions of people live, work, and love, and sows online chaos, inciting mob violence and sparking runs on stocks. These four men have long been regarded as technologically progressive heroes, but they are actually part of a broader anti-democratic authoritarian turn within the tech world, deeply invested in preserving the status quo and in keeping their market leadership positions or near monopolies and their multi-billion dollar fortunes secure from higher taxes. Competition is for suckers, Thiel once posited. And you must, I'm just going to interject here because I just had this thought that we are always, it is perceived and we are always told that they are in a kind of a competition, but here it's clearly defined. They, they are in collusion with one another and the appearance of conflict is there. What they want is for us to be in conflict and in chaos, not them. According to a 2021 CBC News article about the technocrats, back in the first half of the 20th century, a group called Technocracy Incorporated wanted to reorganize society by putting scientists in charge. The movement flamed out, but its underlying message still appeals to many in Silicon Valley. Clearly, Musk was influenced by his grandfather in his quest to inhabit Mars. Musk doesn't talk about a technate on Earth, but he has invested billions developing rockets to send people to Mars with the intent to colonize it. He wants to see a city of a million people there by 2050. In 2019, Musk tweeted accelerating starship development to build the Martian technocracy. Toplin says it well. Indeed, they are American oligarchs controlling online access for billions of users on Facebook, Twitter, Threads, Instagram, and WhatsApp, including 80% of the U.S. population. Moreover, from the outside, they appear to be more interested in replacing our current reality and our economic system, imperfect as it is, with something far more opaque, concentrated, and unaccountable, which, if it comes to pass, they will control. I use the term techno-determinism to describe the path the technocrats have dictated for our country because they have sold and we have bought into the idea that they are going to deliver us a bright future, the future they are now selling us. However, crypto fortunes, the merger of the human and the computer via AI, the prospect of spending our lives in the metaverse or on Mars is a lie, end of quote. The path to removing us from the real world and putting us into an alternative one that they control is paved in chaos, fear, and a sense where everything that we once thought was true is not. We must learn to accept absurdity as common sense and common sense as absurdity. So let's look at the world in which we now live, one that not long ago we would have never believed would be taken seriously, and yet it is now embraced. It is a comeback of the technocrats, where science is king, albeit a science that would only make sense to inhabitants of bizarro world. First of all, we have the most powerful man on earth, Joe Biden, the president of the United States, except that he is anything but powerful. He is weak. He is confused. He is basically out of his friggin' mind. And yet there he is, presumably running the world, except of course he isn't. And I have a, fa- a picture there of Joe Biden looking terribly confused. 
And here we have First Lady Jill Biden proudly standing with some of her friends, a host of drag queens. I'm not sure who is the scariest one in the photo. Perhaps the one in the blue suit? That would be Jill Biden. Why? Because she is the wife of the most powerful man in the world. And this is supposed to look perfectly normal to us. And in this photo, we have Jill Biden smiling so bravely, proudly, happily in her nice blue suit with these very bizarro world drag queens standing around her that look, I mean, terrifying. I mean, if I were a child and I looked at that, I, I would be terrified. They look like they belong in a horror movie out of a, you know, like a scary circus or something. In this upside down world, it is reasonable that the dude on the left is a brave woman and the woman and the woman on the right is a white supremacist. And there I have a picture of Dr. Rachel Levine. Dr. Rachel Levine and 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 uh, and uh, Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears. So we've got Dr. Rachel Levine, the U.S. Assistant Secretary of Health, who is claimed to be a brave woman. And we've got Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears, if you remember, an ex-Marine standing on the right, who the media claimed was the black mouth with white, was a black mouth with white ideas. It's ludicrous. Thanks to the influence of the media, more children and adolescents are identifying as transgender and are being offered medical treatment, especially in the U.S., according to researchers at General Psychiatry BMJ Journals. This led to bizarre responses from conservatives, adding confusion to the controversy and providing further proof that very few in the media, whether left or right, are really interested in truth anymore, only in getting the most attention. Now, what I've what I've uh, posted here, there's a picture of uh, Target with children's um pajamas and clothes with um, sporting pictures of, of demons and devils on them. But this wasn't true. But conservatives eagerly hopped onto the train, making them in, uh, taking them to the conclusion that they had been primed to reach, which, which was that, yes, that we are being influenced to such an extent, uh, taken down this demon path. But these pictures were not real. They had been created precisely for the reason to create such a controversy. So that wasn't real, but this is a teen boy who was just crowned homecoming queen, beating out four other girls in a Missouri school. Here he is with his proud parents and the other hopefuls, all smiling bravely because they fear to do otherwise, or perhaps they have been so brainwashed they believe in bizarre world. And there's a picture of this boy uh, in his... Um, homecoming queen outfit and proudly standing with his parents and with the other hopefuls. And the tragedy of vegan raw food diet influencer Zana Samsonova, who shared a chilly message on Instagram just days before she allegedly died of starvation on July 22nd. And there are pictures, these horrific pictures of her. There are these influencers now that starve themselves to death online and, and with millions of followers just watching them do it. If there was ever a bizarro statement for our times, it's what Sama Sonova posted on Instagram two weeks before her death, a post that generated 27.6 million views on TikTok. Life is meaningless, but worth living, provided you recognize it's meaningless. 
Bizarrely, what is the number one career goal of most youth? To be a social media influencer. Does anyone remember this from the COVID bizarro era? Nothing took us further into this upside down and inside out world than COVID. A Santa Claus being arrested for doing what Santa Santa is supposed to do at Christmas, bringing good cheer to all on Christmas Day. And here we have a photo of a Santa Claus um, somewhere in Europe being arrested by the police. He's on the ground with his hands behind his back. But all was made right again when superhero Anthony Fauci went on Sesame Street and declared, I went to the North Pole myself and vaccinated Santa Claus. And there we have the tweet and the picture of Fauci saying on Sesame Street, telling children that he's the reason they're getting Christmas presents this year. I went to the North Pole myself and vaccinated Santa Claus. And here we have Charlize Theron doing her celebrity virtue thing by magically turning her adopted child into a boy by putting him into a dress and giving him a new hairstyle. And there she is. It's quite quite a disturbing picture of her with her child. It's, I don't know. It's, it's just beyond belief looking at these photos. What could be weirder than this picture of a priest shooting a baby with a water gun at a baptism to keep everyone safe from COVID? Well, now that I think about it, there are those who would say this is the safest distance any priest should maintain from a child. And yes, this photo shows a priest, you know, with his mask on with a, with a toy water gun across the, I, I don't know, across, you know, maintaining his social distance from this baby being held up by proud, smiling parents being shot with the water and baptized. Here's a highly educated woman proudly sharing for the rest of the bizarro world. And her name's Anne Fletcher. And she and her family have come down with COVID-19 a total of 14 times between them. I've had it three times confirmed. My husband's had it four. I've had two children who had it three times each and a baby who's had it once confirmed. Dr. Fletcher is an immunologist and her family are vaccinated. And here's some advice for tennis players in regard to tennis balls. And I have this hilarious a video of this official giving advice about you know what what you should do with tennis balls tennis balls to to stay safe you can kick their balls but not touch them and yes she really did say that you can you can watch it there it's true but what could be more bizarre than a recent video of AFU's territorial defense forces spokesperson Sarah Ashton who is a man dressed in Zelensky's favorite khaki color, sporting a blonde wig and fake breasts. Ashton lectures us about how America, history's lone republic and the world's greatest superpower, is saving the day and how Ukrainians are humbled by the support they are receiving from the American people. Chillingly, in his righteously forthright voice, he tells us that while journalists are heroes and have the right to report on what they want, and I have a picture of her... um, and you can go to the video to watch her, him, her, him. It's it's so confusing. I got confused there for a minute. Um, and the picture is just, is just so bizarre. It, it's beyond my ability to describe it. 
So all those Russian propagandists, this is what he says, this is what he tells us, who are spreading lies and false narratives are not journalists. They are information agents spreading chaos and wreaking havoc across the globe. These enemies of freedom and democracy will have to answer for their crimes in a court of law. Yes, yes, it isn't the United States' mad push for this war that is causing chaos. It's the evil journalists who are reporting the truth about it. This bizarro person looks and acts like he stepped straight out of a James Bond movie. Surely this can't be real, but it is. Or is it? Meanwhile, our Vice President Kamala Harris, remember how in the beginning we were all chided we had better pronounce her name correctly or else, and now it's Ki- Kiev, I have no, or no longer Kiev, by the way. Magically, suddenly, we, we just had to change the way we, we pronounced that name. So meanwhile, she just keeps on laughing hysterically, more and more hysterically as the months go by. And I have a picture of her there, if you dare to look at it with her hysterical laugh. God forbid any of these psychos would be examined by a psychiatrist. What a disaster that would be because, well, the psychiatrists are all crazy too. So what is the point of Bizarro World anyway? It is to make the real world appear so chaotic, so dangerous, so uninhabitable that we will happily give ourselves over to the technocrats who promise to make it all better. And how will they do that? Through human enhancement technologies. We are constantly being told how lacking we are as humans. We need all these enhancements to better ourselves, to protect ourselves, to enter a golden age. Yes, the golden age of transhumanism. The technocrats have four projects that they are foisting on us and that we need to reject. To quote Toplin, the metaverse, crypto, interplanetary colonization, and transhumanism, not to mention AI, are an existential risk to the world in political, economic, and perhaps most fundamentally moral terms. The moral danger comes from the fact that all four projects embody the first steps toward a realized transhumanism. The transhumanists believe that technological and biological enhancements will allow humans to live for several lifetimes, migrate to other planets, and merge our brains with computers so that our individual consciousnesses can live forever. Web 3 is the first step to a wearable human technological augmentation. Living on Mars would require a permanent technological augmentation, and transhumanism itself envisions a point at which human and machine meld into some new species of cyborg. It is a movement that would undo the idea at the heart of political liberalism, which, yes, remember how when liberal being liberal actually meant that? Well, now it means the opposite in bizarre world. Equal rights for all. Instead, one's wealth would determine one's future prospects. Transhumanism is, to quote philosopher and political, political scientist Francis Fukuyama, the world's most dangerous idea. End of quote. No longer will you have to live in bizarre world. You will live in your cubicle connected to the vast machine, a futuristic, immersive virtual world where we can work, play, relax, socialize, and do more. We are being presented with all these ways to be saved from reality. Don't fall for the traps that technology that technologies such as Web3, VR, AR, ubiquitous, 5G, high-speed internet, blockchain, crypto, NFTs, and others are setting for you, along with remote work and online socialization, will make that will ma- it will make you freer. No, Bitcoin will not save you. Sorry. What can we do about all of this? Well, here's some advice from Mary Oliver. 
Wasn't it Emerson who said, my life is for itself and not for a spectacle. I have a happy, full, good life because I hold it private. The technocrats are pushing their way into every corner of our lives. They are seducing us with promises of how they will end the chaos. But just remember, they are the ones creating it. The world is a perfection. The world is already a perfection of yin and yang, but the technocrats are systematically destroying that balance. They're making us believe we live in bizarro world and know we don't need any superheroes to bring it back. We just need ordinary people to reject the lies and more and more people are doing this. We need to remember our greatest superpower, the one the technocrats want us to think cannot be trusted, is common sense. Just a small dose of common sense and bizarre world is exposed for the ludicrous place that it is. Live free. Take back your lives. Live in the moment of enjoying the sunrise, a sunset, the sound of birds in the trees, the real colors of the mountains, and the real sound of a waterfall, not the enhanced fakery of virtual worlds. Get rid of any device that is attached to your person. Don't rely on the machine to tell you how to think or what to eat or drink. Use your natural instincts. They are there for a reason. That's it. Thank you for listening, for reading. God bless you all. Please do subscribe, share, and comment. Have a beautiful day in the real world of God's creation.